Well, good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Lens Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey and today I have a special guest. We're going to talk about a lot of things that bother us. This is kind of like um, the, the dueling MOFs. And last week I did a show on what MOF, I did a show on kind of acronyms. And, and this acronym you'll want to make sure that we don't discuss because it's miserable old you know what. So I don't want to I don't want to use the words, but Brian, good afternoon. Uh, we've been friends for, God, fifteen years or so, and and we're pretty much two curmudgeons. So how are you today? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Like I told you, um, I'm kind of the point, but I'm I'm, I'm kind of got to the point that I'm over this whole virus thing, and I'm I'm kind of done with it. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think the problem with the virus, and we'll get into these details on. Um, this and one of the things that bother me in burning my bush is the fact that people don't listen anyway um i'm i'm thinking to myself going let's just go back to work i mean i understand the reasons why you wouldn't want to go back to work because you know people can still get it and you want to make sure but let's do the mass thing because at this point people are still going to the grocery store they're still going everywhere yeah so i just think that at this point we've got to make sure that we take care of everybody in terms of health, but let's go already, right? I mean, nobody's listening I know. now. I know. Let's do this thing. Like I said, I mean, uh, I don't know. If I, if I get it, I get it, and if I don't, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good thing. So a couple of things. Speaking of the virus, so, so obviously everything has been shut down. We've got uh, baseball is gone. We've got no basketball. We've got no anything. But the NFL is like, hold my beer. They don't seem to care. There's... <laughs> There has been news every single day in the NFL. It has been unbelievable. They have a draft. Nobody has to be anywhere. They're just, everybody watches, right? I mean, they could pretty much, you know, I remember Trump's one line, and I don't want to get political here, but the one line I remember is he could shoot somebody in um, in the middle of Times Square. Uh, I mean, the NFL is like that. Am I not? Yeah. Yeah. Because we're looking at a situation now where they don't seem to care if there's a season or not. It's like everything's virtual. It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the NFL is saying we are essential employees. Yeah, and that's really interesting how that works, right? I mean, I understand the value of sports because, I mean, after 9-11, baseball was a big deal and getting back with the, you know, and people want to see something other than Tiger King, right? I mean, there's got to be other things <laughs> to watch. I, I just I don't understand right, that. Right. I hope you're not watching yeah, that. I would lose a lot of respect for you. What was right. that? Yeah. <laughs> because there are too many shows that we could watch. But the NFL is its own entertainment um, and, and a marketing machine. I really think the NFL should run the country because they seem to know everything. They really do. They don't care about anything of virus. Well, what's that? I don't know. We could still have a season. They don't care if there's fans in the stands. Well, and, and certain owners uh, clearly don't care if they're a fan from the fans. No, well, exactly, and we won't talk about those. Those, uh, you know, that's uh, that would be uh, one that would be closer to where we are in this area. But uh, it, it's kind of interesting. But but you and I, you know, we always go back and forth. We 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 used to have lunch. Of course, now we don't have lunch anymore. We can't have lunch anymore. I, that's another thing. I really miss the lunch and the dinner. I do too. I miss the restaurant. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. I do too. That is definitely one of the big things. And I mean, and, and I guess the, the positive thing of that is it sort of brings into perspective, I guess, kind of how spoiled we are, is that that's, you know, 
sort of the big thing that we miss are, are the luxuries. But, yeah, it's uh, not going out to lunch, not going out to dinner. I mean, I'm ready to get back to that. I think so. I think we all are. And, and that's the problem. I think they're doing it too much. You've got people now that supposedly are social distancing. Some are complaining, right? You've got people out there. Now the latest thing which kind of burns my bush is, and again, I'm being a jerk. I know. I know. Everybody loves this. But enough already with the with the with the parades for the birthday. Uh, I'm I'm about ready. I'm about done. You know, last last night, perfect example. And these poor kids, and and you know, the poor kids, uh, no um, uh, graduation, none of this. So yeah, yeah, right. So it's it's a big deal. I understand it. I totally get it. But get out of my neighborhood. All right. That's you know, get off my lawn. <laughs> take the take take your balloons. Yeah. Go. Exactly. Because it's just, it's ridiculous. It's, you know, you've got a situation where um, we're supposedly social distancing and we're supposedly doing this uh, and yet people consistently don't listen. Right. And the other thing I can't stand is that how many people say that they're quarantined? Oh, for love of God, it is not quarantine if you can go outside and you can go out of the house and you can still go to the grocery store and you can still go. It's not quarantine. You're supposed to be social distancing and everything is shut down, but you could still go out. I mean, my wife and I, we went up for a walk last night. You could still do that, right? Yeah, that's definitely an overused term of our uh, of our time. Yeah, the quarantine and everything is a is a buzzword. Now, all of a sudden, social distancing is a buzzword, right? It's just, yeah. and again, we're making fun of this, and we realize how serious it really is, but we really need to laugh. Of because, course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I understand yeah. how serious. I, mean, I know people, actually, one of uh, friends of mine have had it uh, in New Jersey and New York. I mean, that that's, uh, you know, half the deaths are coming from that area. So it, it, it's, yeah. it's crazy. But, you know, and then you have the people that are complaining. Um, neither governor, you know, the, the, no matter what they do, nobody's ever going to, uh, admit one's right or one's wrong. It's just one side or the other, which we've always kind of had. But I don't think he can fix it. But you have so many people now will complain that, oh, it's shut down. We want to reopen. But then they, they gather in a large group. And that's the idea, not to gather in a large group, right? Yeah, no, I mean, like you said, I mean, not that we don't take it seriously, but we, we, we're, we're, in a, uh, we're in a hashtag culture. Yeah. And, and so, you know, the use of the terminology and and like you said too, I mean, when it comes to you know this governor or that governor, it's either it's either too much or it's too little, regardless of what anybody does. It's too much or it's too little. Right. I mean, you never you never can get to a point where everybody's happy. No one's going to be happy. It's one side or the other. It's always that way, and it's going to be that way. But let's get to a happier thought. Today is Al Pacino's yeah. 80th birthday. 80 80th oh, yeah. birthday. My goodness, how old are we now? Of course, I'm a lot older than you. I'm the real miserable old, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that, that it was his birthday. It was the greatest, uh, one of the greatest actors of our, of our generation. Hoo-ah, hoo-ah. Yeah, he, you know, it's funny. Um, so in 72, he did Godfather. 73, um, or 74, rather, he did Serpico, which was a pretty good movie. If you've ever seen that, I would recommend that. It's a good movie about a, oh, yeah. the corruption in the New York City Police Department. Very good movie yeah. there. And, of course, many movies after, but he continues to uh, to be amazing. But, you know, we, you and I always have loved all the mob movies. And it's kind of funny. Absolutely. You almost root for them at some point, like The Sopranos, right? 
you know, you, you watch oh, yeah. it. Yeah. We start rooting for them and it's really weird, right? They're criminals. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When, when, when Tony is running through the snow to get away from the feds, I mean, you want him to get away. Uh, absolutely. How does that, how does that work? Right. Do we, do we not realize that they're, they're, you know, in situations where they're committing, you know, they're killing people, they're doing stuff that you really shouldn't do. Right. But we love it. It's, it's, it's you kind know, of, I've yeah. Had a, I've actually had a, 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 a deeper thought on that. And it's the, 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 the gangsters and pirates. Those are the two things, right? The two things that we romanticize are the gangsters and pirates. And clearly, you know, both of them, you know, not good people, probably with horrible lives. But I think it's the, um, I think it's the, uh, the amount of freedom that to live their lives the way they want to live their lives that they sort of embody that we, really sort of look up to them and idolize them and kind of kind of make uh, romantic heroes out of them. Yeah, which is interesting. And it's kind of, I find myself doing the same thing watching Ozark. Have you watched Ozark yet? I've not seen it. It's one of those shows that I've heard a thousand things about, but I've not watched it. Well, you would like Ozark. It is a tremendous show. I talked about it on my first podcast, how if you need something to watch, Ozark has three seasons. It gets better. It is basically... A combination of Breaking Bad and The Sopranos. That's the way I look at it. That's it. That's you know the analogy that I will say that it is. Yeah. But good, good shows. But but again, getting back to the mob movies, we 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 love them. We uh, Goodfellas. You and I could talk about it. But tell the audience a little bit about you because this is this is what I I love about you. You are the oldest, whatever you are, forty something, uh, man I've ever met. And one of the things I always thought, you know, and, and that's not a that's not a bad thing, because I think what's interesting about you, I mean, you you could have been born in the 50s or, or lived in the 50s with Dean Martin and the Rat Pack, and you'd be right there with them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's just there's something about that, that era, that style, that music, that all, all of that stuff that just attracts me. And I, I don't know. That's kind of where uh, obviously we're not on a visual medium here, but I kind of have the. Uh, the, the 50s style hair and uh i don't know what it is there's there's something romantic about that and and obviously you know when you talk about somebody like frank sinatra who i like very much there's strong mob ties there as well and um i, I don't know what it is i've always been sort of drawn to like a period of time before you know when i was actually here on earth wow that's some deep stuff there brian i don't know if we can handle that kind of deep we've, we've never gotten it We've never gotten that deep before over beer and wings. No, well, that's the problem. We're not drinking beer and wings right now. We need to be drinking beer and wings, and I think we need to get back to that. And, uh, you know, Brian and I will go to this establishment where um, we can get into trouble for bringing children there. And and I did when I was growing you know, <laughs> I've had issues with family and bringing kids to, uh, and we'll mention, we'll mention Hooters. I mean, we love going. It's just a day, right? It is kind of an interesting, you know. Yeah, I've used this expression before for some of the criticism. It is not, it's not a house of ill repute. No, it is not a house of ill repute. It is a, and again, the wings are good. The beer is cold. We need to get that's back right. to that. We need to open Hooters. There you go. So that's, that's going to be the first thing we th- think we need to open after it, uh, everything. Because we need a restaurant and we need something open. We need a cold beer and wings. We don't need anything fancy. But I, I find it interesting now people are ordering they're doing takeout and they're trying. So last week was Susan's birthday. So we ordered um, Texas Roadhouse. They did a fantastic job, by the way. Um, but you order online 
and then yeah. you get everything right. But you got to wait. And I could not believe how many people were at this place in a pandemic. You'd never know that there was a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing, I guess. Yeah, it is. It is a good thing. But I think at some point we got to get back to some normalcy. Uh, I don't see the concerts. I don't see any of that opening up just yet. Um, I don't see the sports uh, arenas opening up just yet. Maybe they play a lot of games with, uh, with no fans. But at what point? I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you think this is going to get any better anytime soon? I think it is. I think it is. I think it's going to be actually sooner rather than later. And I think it's, I think it's going to have to come and, you know, those things that you talk about, like the concerts and stuff, I mean, it's going to take a while. And I think maybe we do it sort of in a phase, kind of take a few steps here and there. Maybe you open some restaurants, but you have a little bit less capacity than what you usually do. And I don't know. I, I kind of, I kind of have a feeling personally, maybe I'm wrong, but I kind of have a feeling that, you know, we get around to, you know, the end of summer, around fall. I think we're going to have, I think we're going to have things rolling again. Well, I think that you need to listen to Brian. Brian knows what he's talking about. And I'll take, I'll take the positive versus the negative. I'm sick of watching all the negative. I'd like to know how many people are yeah. surviving, not how many people are. That's right. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about survival instead of that. So I think it's important and, you know, it's uh, enough of this, you know, everybody's getting excited over. We talked about, I talked about this in my first podcast about the Zoom conferences and all these reunion. You and I both, we didn't want to see these people when we were together with them 10 years ago. Why do I want to see them now? Right? That's right. I didn't even know, I didn't realize that was a thing. So yeah. until I listened to your first podcast. Yeah, exactly. We, you know, Zoom and now Microsoft Teams and you got WebEx and all these things and they've had video oh, on yeah. it for... But there was a reason we didn't use the video, right? So let's go back to that. No more video. We don't need to see you, right? right? Hearing your voice is one yeah. thing, but no one needs to look at us. Right? That's why we were on radio, not television. That's right. And all, all I need all I need from you is, you know, six words in a text. Right. That's exactly right. And that's, and that's it's enough to aggravate you anyway. And that, that's, that's true. You know, like I said... Um, I am the second generation MOF. My father was the first one. May he rest in peace. And I am the second one. And my son will be the junior MOF. But you are uh, the one that you and I bonded over the MOF because we, we both get aggravated over pretty much the same thing. We don't yeah, like. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Um, I, that's why I had to start this, you know, lens burning bush, because pretty much everything bothers me. And I have an opinion on everything. And, and why not do this? Right. It's uh, absolutely. It's a good outlet, um, but we really, seriously, um, you know, stay safe. I hope every, I hope you're you know washing your hands and you're doing all the things you need to do, right? Because I mean, you want to get back to, to to work eventually, right? I am being what I would call defiantly sensible. So I yeah. love it. Defiantly sensible. That could be for another show. I like that. Defiantly sen sensible. Yeah. Very nice. Well, Brian, a terrific job as always. Uh, we will get back to our lunches that we do because that's the most fun. I always like to say when I work from home, you are my Christmas party every year and it is fun to hang out and to do our parties together because we don't have the big office to go to. So always a fun time. Thank you so much for joining and enjoy Al Pacino's birthday with only you can do with a martini and salute, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've enjoyed it. And, uh, Please have me back. I would love to come back.
Oh, absolutely. Well, thanks so much, everyone, for listening to another edition of Lens Burning Bush. We will continue to do this once a week and until you get tired of me. So that's kind of how that would work. But thanks again to everyone, and we will uh, continue uh, next week on Lens Burning Bush. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Len Harvey, and thanks to Brian Pitts today.